0: Wanting to be a writer and not wanting to be rejected is like wanting to be a boxer and not wanting to get punched. David Barr Curtley.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hole. And I'm Lee Esses. I am very excited for this month. If you are anything like me and you spend time on social media within reader and writer spaces, you will likely have heard in like the last six months of author after author after author just destroying their careers because they don't know how to be authors in public. So throughout this month, we are going to be talking about how to be an author. Not the writing aspect, but the public figure aspect, because as soon as you put a book out into the world, you're a public figure.
0: It's very easy to absolutely tank your career. And we've seen in the last six months or so, at least five or six well-known authors and a couple of debut authors as well, absolutely tank their career for good because of their conduct in those public spaces.
1: We will try to minimize pointing out names of these authors because, honestly, it just brings them more attention. It makes them just a little bit more famous because of their immature, naive, or simply bad takes on things and their bad behaviors. But we will be using these modern examples. So if you've already heard the story, you might know the name. If you think it might be that one,
0: yeah, it's probably that one. There are a couple of really big ones out there. If you want to do the research, it's definitely not hard to find. So today's episode is about one of the biggest things that can set off an author into this downward spiral that hurts a lot of people around themselves and completely trashes their career.
1: As you decide to put your works out into public, as you decide to hand it over to readers, To reviewers, to agents and publishers, you need to get really comfortable with one thing rejection. People are going to reject your story, your writing, your book, you.
0: It's just how it is. If you're not emotionally in a space for that, then we advise you to go back a couple of weeks now and check out our choosing to monetize episode because, like our quote said, Being an author comes hand in hand with being rejected at some point by some person out there. It's going to happen.
1: First up, we're going to be talking about specifically being rejected by readers. Because we tend to focus on self-publishing, you are your own publisher. You are sending your book directly into the hands of readers, and those readers might not like it. Just in the last week or so, there was an indie author who has been absolutely blasted on BookTok because she called everybody who leaves a less-than-three-star review an a-hole. Because apparently, simply writing a book deserves three stars? What? Yeah. And it is a unfortunately common occurrence. I have seen so many indie authors in the last six months or so destroy their potential because they got onto public spaces and just trashed people for leaving them average reviews.
0: Readers are allowed to not like your writing. And it has nothing to do with your writing more often than not. And I want to point out that no one is in the wrong here. They aren't being mean for leaving one-star reviews. You aren't wrong for writing your book the way you did. There can be a lot of reasons that you're getting one-star reviews if you get a couple of them. And some of that might be your marketing. It could be that you're
1: sending the wrong message through your marketing. It could be that it's getting to the wrong audience. It's possible you haven't found your people yet. It's easy to fix. You just have to keep trying. But you have to also understand that reviews, reader opinions, they're not for you. And we will talk about that more later this month.
0: So what about contests? If you're indie publishing or self-publishing and you aren't worried about agents or publishers, but there are industry professionals that are telling you, hey, I didn't like your writing.
1: One thing to remember with a lot of contests is that much like traditional publishing, contests rely a whole lot on luck and just a little bit on skill.
0: My friend, the composer, has participated in composing contests, film composing contests, for a year and a half, two years now. From this one YouTuber, his name is Ryan Leach. And he released a really good episode after he got rejected from his own writing contest. So he put out a video on YouTube, Talking about the whole experience and what this means, and a lot of the reasons that even the best things in the world can be rejected in a contest.
1: It could be as simple as the judge that has your book in their stack could have just had some really bad sushi and they are in a bad mood and they're rejecting everything wholesale. Or they filled all their slots already before they made through the whole stack. So now they're just wholesale rejecting everybody that is at the bottom of their stack.
0: All you can do in these situations is try again. Better luck next time. Because unless they gave you specific direct feedback of, you started this with the alarm clock going off. I've read seven of these in a row. I was done with it. Maybe you can apply that to your writing. But for the most part, if you get rejected, and especially if you don't know why, because that's very common, just assume you're part of the bottom of that stack and move on. Find another contest, maybe one that's more your style, and submit again. Because quantity means a lot more about your character as an author than a single win or a single loss. And that is
1: going to help with our next couple of types of rejections. If you decide to go the traditional publishing route and query for an agent, Understand you're going to find a lot of rejections before you ever get your agent.
0: What helped me when I was pursuing traditional publishing was understanding the purpose of an agent. A lot of an agent's job is not only to gatekeep the publishing world, but to guess at what the future of publishing will look like and hopefully have that book in their arsenal for when the crystal ball's predictions come true. If your current project doesn't fit into what the crystal ball is telling them, then they're going to pass on you. That doesn't mean that you're a bad writer. That doesn't mean that someone else won't pick you up. That means they're guessing these lotto numbers, and you don't have those lotto numbers on your ticket. That's all it is.
1: Aside from what's going to be trending in the market, they are usually connected to a couple of publishing houses that are requesting specific items. And if you don't fall within that, if your story does not fall within those spaces that they specifically are looking for, that they have the connections to get you to, then you're going to be rejected. Your writing could be perfectly good, but they're an agent looking for romantic submissions and you just handed them a horror thriller.
0: I like to think of finding an agent kind of like dating. No one's in the wrong for rejecting anybody. It's just finding the right fit for you and them finding the right fit for them. If you get rejected, you're both better off than if you let the relationship move too far. The biggest rejection that a lot of new and aspiring authors fear is going to be that rejection by a publisher. So much of, especially the new author experience, is submitting to and being rejected by publisher after publisher after publisher, which can be disheartening on the whole project, but is a necessary part of the process. J.K. Rowling got rejected repeatedly with her little Harry Potter middle grade fantasy book. You have to think of it like this.
1: Pretend that you own a pottery shop and someone comes in and says, hey, I really want you to sell these wonderful homemade gluten-free cookies. They may be wonderful, they may taste great, but it doesn't matter how good the cookies are, you're a pottery shop owner. You don't sell cookies. You don't have the right permits to sell food. So you're going to tell them no, because it's just not what you sell. The publishers are doing the same thing. They're focusing on certain books, certain types, certain flavors. That they are projecting will be
0: really big soon. So, being rejected by a publisher is because the pottery salesman can't sell cookies. They don't know how to sell cookies. The audience is not coming to them because they're looking for cookies, they're looking for pottery. The same thing is going to be true of every publisher out there. They're looking for a thing. If they're rejecting you, you're not the thing they're looking for. That has nothing to do with the flavor of the cookies or the quality of the human being as the baker. It means this is not the right place to sell it, so we're going to give you a no.
1: So what you need to do is learn the landscape. First off, if you are directly querying to publishers, you usually have a problem. You need to find an agent first. Most publishers don't accept direct submissions. The big ones, at least. Yeah. But then you need to do your research into those publishers. You need to find ones who know how to sell your book. Not that they've sold great books before, but that they know how to sell your brand of book.
0: A lot of learning the landscape is Googling. It's asking and learning about other authors, talking with agents if that's a possibility for you, and going to conferences and talking to the people who are acquisitions for these publishers. Talk to them and say, okay, what types of things are you looking for? Are we a good fit for each other? Instead of, will you please, please, please sell my book?
1: Overall, what we want you to take from this episode, what we want you to recognize is that opportunities will come and so will the rejections. Dismiss the rejections because they will always be there and they are none of your business. You focus on you. You focus on moving forward recognizing good opportunities, be proud of your story, and carry your head with dignity. And of course, write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots@aspenhousepublishing.com
0: or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.